Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. And as always, before I start every single episode, I always like to take a few moments to give God some thanks because I believe that without him, none of this, absolutely none of this would be possible. So I just pray that somebody that's out there that's listening is encouraged, inspired, motivated uh, to not only learn more and do more, but to become more. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Thank you guys again for hanging out with me every single week. Listen, this week, guys, I wanted to talk about how to keep your faith even when nothing's happening, right? Or should I say, when nothing seems to be happening? This is a deep, deep topic that we're gonna be talking about today because I know that everyone has some level of faith, some measure of faith, and uh, some people's faith are stronger than others, uh, and, and some people struggle with faith, right? We hear it all the time, we see it on TV, we watch it, uh, we watch it on TV, we hear it on the news, on the radio. People, you know, people struggle with faith. And uh, before we jump in, I just wanted to just let you guys know that I'm a, I'm, I am a man of faith. You know, you guys know by just me, the way I open my podcast, that I'm a man of faith. Um, so I appreciate you guys tuning in with me. And I, what I wanted to talk about, that the, for those of you that may not know, is like, what is faith, right? When we, before we jump into the topic about how do you keep your faith when nothing's happening or when nothing seems to be happening, right? Because sometimes... You know, things are happening behind the scenes that we don't know about, you know, connections, opportunities, doors opening, all this type of stuff is happening behind the scenes. And sometimes we don't necessarily see it doesn't mean uh, because we don't see it doesn't mean that things aren't happening in our favor. So when you talk about this concept of faith, what is faith, right? And faith is real simple. Faith is just believing and having confidence in what you hope for, even when you don't see it. That's the comma part right there, right? So it's, 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 it's believing and having confidence in what you hope for, comma, even when you don't see it. And I love talking about this topic of faith because, you know, me being a, uh, you know, a person, a man uh, permanently in a wheelchair because of a condition that I was born with, many of you know what it is. If you don't, it's called spinal muscular atrophy. Uh, but when you talk about this concept of faith, right, believing in what you hope for, my hope and my desire and my wants and dreams is that one day I'll get out of this wheelchair, right? That's what my faith is. I believe that one day it will happen. If not in this lifetime, then definitely when I get to heaven in the next lifetime. But how do I keep my faith even when I don't see things happening? Even when it doesn't, it's actually very ironic and crazy when you think about it, right? How does someone like me keep the faith, right? Keep on hoping and having confidence in what we hope for, even when we don't see it. And, and what's actually what, what actually is happening is the contrary. Instead of my body getting stronger and stronger, it appears, and it is, the reality is, is that over the years, my body has gotten actually weaker and weaker. But how do I keep the faith? We're going to be talking about that in today's episode. <laughs> so listen, tune in all the way to the end because this is going to be an amazing one. So faith is believing and having confidence in what you hope for, even when you don't see it. So I want to just let you guys know right out the gate that faith is a work in progress. 
Faith is a work in progress. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not something that's going to happen suddenly. It's not something that's going to happen right away. Faith is a work in progress. It's almost like a muscle. You have to develop it. You have to build it. You have to take care of it, right? And it's going to continue to grow the more that you do that. Because the reality is, here's the reality, guys. The reality is, is that we're all going to experience seasons of dryness in our faith, right? Where we feel dried out, where we feel tired, where we feel fatigued, where we feel overwhelmed, where we feel frustrated, right? Because we get frustrated and disappointed when we don't see any progression, when we don't see anything happening. And listen, if there's anyone out there that's qualified to talk about this topic, listen, first of all, everybody's qualified for it. (laughs) But if anybody was qualified, it would be me because you know how many times I've gotten frustrated and disappointed because my body's gotten weaker and weaker. And I, here I am believing and praying and thanking God and asking God and believing in God. And the, the very thing that I'm asking for is not happening. The opposite is happening. So I'm asking God for strength. I'm asking God for healing. I'm asking God for all these things. But what, what appears to be happening in our own human sight is the opposite. But here's the key though, guys. Ooh, this is why I love talking about this. You see, because sometimes the very thing that we're asking for, that very thing that we're hoping for, dreaming for, praying for, who we're becoming in the process of waiting is greater than what we're waiting for. Mm. I'm going to say that one more time. Who we're becoming in the process of keeping our faith is sometimes greater than what we're praying for, greater than what we're believing for, greater than what we're dreaming for, greater than what we're wanting. Who we're becoming is greater than that. And I have to admit, guys, for those of you who know me, who've known me for a long time, from my younger, from my younger years back in New York, or even some of you guys that have, have, have known me maybe for a short amount of time, but you know that the person that I've become, even in this wheelchair, is a <laughs> it's amazing when you think about it. The person that I've become is such an amazing individual that back in the day, right? They say hindsight is 2020. When I'm looking back on my life and where I was, when I was like, man, nothing, nothing great is gonna happen for me, nothing positive is gonna happen for me. You know, I, I'm not gonna be able to walk again, I'm not gonna be able to, you know, play sports again, I'm not gonna be able to play with my kids or you know, pick up and and, and horse play with my wife. I'm not gonna be able to do all of those things. And and while some of those things may be true. Actually, all of those things are true at this right moment. But while those things may be true, the person that I've become through all of those struggles, through all of the all of that pain, all of the challenges, all of the adversity, I'm so grateful for it. Because I can tell you right now that I wouldn't be the person that I am today without God's grace working in and through me. And what I mean by that, right? God's grace is so is such an amazing thing. And, and not that I'm making this episode, you know, a spiritual or religious episode, but I'm talking about the concept of faith. God has worked out in me and through me, right? He's worked and to help me to develop the faith that I need to keep going. And by doing so, he's able to work through me so that I can use my level of faith to help other people whose faith may not be as strong, to, but to help them to get through whatever they're going through, right? To keep on holding on to their hope to their dreams, to their faith, to their belief systems, till they see what they want to see in life. 
And so it's an amazing thing when you think about it. And that's why I love it. But the reality is, is that we're going to experience dry seasons in our walk with faith, right? Because it's tough, especially when we don't see what we want happening, right? We go, people go to the gym uh, because they believe and they have faith that they can lose weight. They believe they have faith that they can gain muscle. And when two, three, four weeks pass and they don't really see any progression, several, several things start to happen. <laughs> several things start to happen, right? So what happens when you start to experience that dryness in your life? A couple of things are going to happen, right? Number one, we start to doubt ourselves and we start to question ourselves and everything else around us, right? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this going to ever happen for me? Is, can this even really happen for me, right? Am I qualified to do this? Are positive things going to happen? Am I going to meet the right people? Are the, am I going to be around the right people? Are the right doors going to open for me? And, and we can go down this rabbit hole of questions, right? Where we start questioning everything. I remember where I was questioning God, like, why is this happening to me? This shouldn't happen to me. I shouldn't have to live like this. You never gave me a chance because I was born like this. What did I do to deserve this? Like all of these questions, right? You go and we go, we find ourselves going down this rabbit hole of questioning. We, we find ourselves going down this rabbit hole of questioning. But really, we already have the answers. We just have to open our eyes, right? And we have to seek them and we have to find them and look for them. But we have the answers. They're right, they're right in front of us a lot of times. You see, because I was questioning why all this is happening to me, right? We always start to focus on the negative when it comes to our faith, right? We focus a lot. We tend to focus a lot on the negative aspect of things, of the situations and the circumstances that we're that we all get in and out of from time to time. But we question ourselves. We question God. We question, you know, what we're doing. We question our capabilities. We, we question our gifts, even, and we start to question all these different things. When what we should be telling ourselves is, how can I use what's happening to me to keep moving forward? That's the real question right there. How can I use what's happening to me? How can I use this situation? How can I use this circumstance? How can I use this adversity, this struggle, this pain, right? How can I use these things? A tragedy, maybe you experienced a tragedy in your life. How can I use that tragedy to keep moving forward? And not only how you can use that to keep moving forward personally, but how can you use that to encourage others to keep moving forward through their tragedies, through their situations? That's, listen, when I figured that out for myself, guys, my life has never been the same. It was a game changer for me because I was always focused on what I couldn't do, what I didn't have, why it was happening to me, you know, blaming the world, blaming my parents, blaming God, playing the blame game. But I really just started to take accountability for myself really started to take accountability for myself, right? So when you deal and you think about this concept of faith, believing in what it is that you hope for, even when you don't see it, right? Maybe you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're believing and hoping for a wife. Maybe you're believing and hoping for a husband. Maybe you're believing and hoping for a job. Maybe you're believing and hoping for a career change. Maybe you're believing and hoping for a miracle to happen in your life, just like I am, but you don't see it. And it doesn't seem like anything is happening. It doesn't seem like, <laughs> like not even a little bit. It's not even happening a little bit for you. Like not, it's not even going in the right direction, right? But when that's happening, guys, 
I'm going to show you and I'm going to teach you and I'm going to share with you some strategies and some tips that I've been able to use to overcome the doubt when it tries to attack me and how to keep the faith going, right? So if you're taking notes, jot this down. If you're not, take mental notes, come back to this and listen to it again, because these, these next strategies and tips that I'm going to share with you over the next couple of minutes is going to help you dramatically, tremendously in your life moving forward. So some of the things that I've been able to do on keeping my faith going, right? Keeping my faith strong, because listen, the reality is that there's times even now as the mindset disruptor, <laughs> where I have to constantly keep disrupting my own mindset, right? My own thoughts, my own process of thinking, my own thought patterns, right? Because I'm human, right? And that that other voice that we, that we try to stay so far away from, it, 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 it approaches me a lot of times as well, just like it does for you. And it starts to talk that talk, right? That talk that we don't want to hear, that talk that we don't want to be involved with, that talk that we don't want to be associated with. And it starts to talk that talk and it starts to mess with our minds and we start to fall for the traps. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I fell for the trap many times. I fell for the trap of that negative voice many times that tries to deter me from keeping my faith. And I know you have too, because it happens to all of us, right? There's nothing new under the sun. We all experience the same or similar things, or we know someone who's, who's, who's experienced the same or similar things. There's nothing new under the sun. We all experience many of the same things, but not all of us can overcome the same things. That's why listening to these podcasts, reading books, connecting with the right people. If you know somebody who is a man or woman of great faith and, you, and you're struggling in that area, start to hang out with them. Ask them if you could take them out to coffee. Ask them if you could have a conversation with them so that you can ask them how they've been able to build that type of faith that you wish you had and that you know you have, but you just haven't maybe been able to unlock it or unleash it. Right. So I'm going to be sharing with, with you. I'm going to be sharing with you these tips and strategies that I've been able to implement and develop and, 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 and to use to overcome that voice that I've been talking about that tries to contradict what you know to be true for your own life. So the, number one is that you have to practice daily discipline. You have to practice daily discipline. Right? You can't expect results if you're not putting your faith into practice, if you're not putting your faith into action. Right? We've all heard it, that phrase and that saying that says faith without works is dead. Right? Faith without works is dead. So you have to practice a daily discipline. And what does that look like? That might, that might look like developing and creating an attitude of gratitude, because I'm going to tell you what works for me. One of the main things that works for me is waking up every morning and having an attitude of gratitude. On those days or in those moments throughout the day where I feel like a pity party is about to take over me, <laughs> and, I, and I feel myself you know, thinking those thoughts or even saying those things, speaking those words that I shouldn't be speaking over myself or speaking them out loud or thinking those thoughts that no one else can hear but I know that they're going on in my mind, right? I start to practice an attitude of gratitude. When I start to, because, you know, and I'm gonna just be transparent with you. My arms have been giving me a little bit of issues lately, right? I'm just gonna be honest, trans this is a transparent moment with you guys. My arms have been acting up. <laughs> they have been acting up and I get frustrated, so frustrated sometimes when I try to use my arms the way I'm supposed to be able to use my arms and I can't. Or I try to use my arms 
to, to, to do something uh, that I want to do and I can't, or I try to grab something and it falls out of my hand or slips out of my hand. You can't even imagine sometimes how frustrating that is to have to depend on other people for the basic, most simplest things in life, like opening up a soda bottle or a water bottle, right? Or a can of whatever. The simplest things that we can do and we take for granted in life, I get frustrated about sometimes because it's difficult for me to do it. And sometimes I can't even do it. And so I get frustrated. I'm like, man, why do I have to struggle with the most simplest things? It gets me so upset. Even now, like I feel my emotions getting a little, right? It gets me so upset. And I was even telling my wife sometimes, like my wife will hear me go, oh my goodness. And she'd be like, what's the matter? And I'm like, my arms, my arms are weak and I can't use them how I want to use them. And it's frustrating and, I, and, I, and it's upsetting and it's disappointing. And you know what my wife says? <laughs> That's why I love my wife so much. That's why we are such a power couple. This is why I'm so grateful, right? To have an amazing wife in my life because my wife is like, baby, don't worry about it. I'm here to be your arms. I'm here to be your legs. I'm here to be your helpmate. And just hearing her say that sometimes helps me snap out of it. But even when it doesn't, right? Because there's sometimes where it's hard for me to snap out of it because I'm really, I'm really upset. I'm really frustrated. I'm really overwhelmed. And there's sometimes where I can't just snap out of it. But on those moments where I feel like I can't snap out of it, I start thinking about people who don't even have arms. Like my boy, Nick Santanastasso. Like he has one arm, but it's not even a full arm. Or my boy, Nick Voyacek both motivational speakers who don't even have arms, who don't have legs. And I start to think about people like that. And it starts to put things into perspective for me because here I am complaining about not being able to open a soda bottle or a water bottle or grab this or grab that. But at least I can make the attempt. These other guys and some other people, they don't even have that luxury to even make an attempt because they have no arms, they have no legs. And so when I find myself going down that path and down that rabbit hole, I start to implement an attitude of gratitude where I just start saying, thank you, God, for the arms that I do have, because there's people that are out there that don't have arms. Even though my legs don't work the way they want to, thank you, God, for my legs, because there's some people that don't even have legs and wish they had legs. And I start to go down this path of going down the list of things that I'm thankful for and that I'm grateful for. And that, my friends, and I get emotional even right now talking about it because that, my friends, is what helps me to get out of my funk. That's what helps me to snap out of it. So again, I don't know what it is that you're struggling with, what it is that's attacking your faith, what, what that voice is that talk that's talking that talk to you right now through whatever season you're going through. But if you can develop an attitude of gratitude, and you can practice a daily discipline of implementing that on a daily basis, I promise you. And I can even probably guarantee you that it's going to help you to snap out of it. It's going to help you to push through. It's going to help you to move forward. Don't get frustrated with waiting. I remember so many times I would get frustrated waiting for my miracle to manifest itself, waiting for God to touch my body or waiting for something to happen so that I can just see, I just want to see an inkling of something happening. And even when it doesn't seem to be happening, I've learned how to not get frustrated 
in the waiting. Do I get frustrated? Absolutely. I'm human. We're all going to get frustrated at some point. If anybody's listening and you say you never get frustrated, you're lying to yourself because <laughs> you're not lying to me because I already know it's a lie. <laughs> but listen, don't get frustrated while you're waiting. I remember like, like how long is it going to take, God? How long is it going to take for me to see my miracle? How long is it going to take for me to suffer? How long do I have to push through the pain? How long do I have to push through the suffering? How long do I have to push through the challenges? Patience is a virtue. I've been, to the, I've been able to develop a level of patience. My wife, she gets angry sometimes when she sees people treating me a certain way or acting a certain way, and I'm just playing it cool. <laughs> it drives her crazy, but I've been able to develop a level of patience. Right. I, I've been I've been able to learn how to not get frustrated in the waiting. There's so many beautiful things that happen in your season of waiting and being faithful to see what you're hoping for, even when you can't see it. So many amazing things happen in the season of waiting, guys. Your character is developed. <laughs> your perseverance is developed your endurance, your stamina, so many things are developed in your season of waiting that will help you to keep your faith. I'm, I'm telling you, like, again, from experience, I would not be the person I am today if I haven't gone through what I've gone through and been through what I've been through and pushed through what I pushed through and fight through what I had to fight through. I know some of you that are watching this you're tired of fighting and I get it because I get tired of fighting too. I was prompted to do this episode because I know that there's people that are out there that are struggling with their faith, that are tired of fighting, that are tired of pushing. And the reality is, is that I'm here dropping this episode because I know you need the encouragement because I know that there's times where I need encouragement. Here I am, right? My mentor, Les Brown, he calls me the motivator <laughs> to the motivators. But there's times where I need to be motivated. There's times where I need to be inspired. There's times where I need to be encouraged. And I'm grateful for those of you who've crossed my path that have inspired me, that have encouraged me, that have motivated me, that have said kind words to me, that have even helped me along my way through some of my struggles. And so I want to be that same person for you because we all need encouragement. Today's episode is dedicated to every single person that's out there that's still fighting, they're still keeping the faith, they're still being faithful, even when they don't see what they're hoping for to happen in their lives. We need to understand that there's a process to everything and nothing happens overnight. Nothing happens overnight. Listen, I didn't become who I am today overnight. I'm 44 years old. This process has taken decades. <laughs> that sounds like a long time when you say that, right? <laughs> decades. This process has taken decades for me to become who I am today. But it only happened by going through the fire and becoming refined and, and being under pressure. Right? They say that... <laughs> Pressure busts pipes, right? Pressure makes diamonds appear, creates diamonds, right? And so we have to go through the pressures of life sometimes. We need to keep a disciplined effort despite our doubts. 
Because there's times, right? If we can be real with ourselves, there's times where we're going to be doubtful, where we're not going to believe, where our faith is, is, is low, very low, where our faith is weak. But if we keep a disciplined effort, despite our doubts, it's going to help you to keep the faith. These are all tips and strategies, guys, that I'm giving you that's worked for me and other people to keep the faith. We have to keep the faith, right? We have to stay persistent and consistent, right? We've heard that saying that persistence will get you there, but consistency, right? Persistency will get you there, but consistency will keep you there. Persistence and consistency, they go hand in hand. We have to be persistent to get there, but we have to be consistent to stay there. So if you want to keep the faith, you have to be persistent and consistent at the same time. That's right. Is it possible? Absolutely. Why? Because I'm living it. I live it daily. I get up and I'm persistent. I'm persistent to help change lives. I'm persistent to inspire other people, everyone that I come across, and I'm consistent with it. You, you look at my social media, you'll see that I'm consistent with what, I, with what I say I do. I say what I do and I do what I say. So you have to be persistent and consistent. And as I mentioned before, you have to practice and develop having an attitude of gratitude. It's not something that happens all overnight because it's, it's times when you wake up, especially right now, if you're in the middle of the storm, you don't feel like being thankful. You don't feel like having an attitude of gratitude because you're in the moment. But that's where you have to have a high level of awareness to say, okay, I know I'm in a storm. I know I'm in a challenge. I know I'm in a situation. I know I'm in a circumstance. But what can I do to change my state of being? What can I do to change my mind? What can I do to change my attitude? When you have that level of awareness, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to help you go a long way in life. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to develop that awareness. Like I know when I'm going down that rabbit hole and we all know it, right? But sometimes we feed into it. We, we feed into the trap and we feed that fire. When we have to actually put that fire out, we have to douse that fire but we feed into it and we go down that rabbit hole and we continue to go and go and go until you say, you know what? I don't want to go down this rabbit hole anymore. I don't want to go down that path anymore. I'm not going to go down that way of thinking anymore. And you keep the faith, baby. You got to keep the faith. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode when we talk about how to keep the faith, even when it doesn't look like anything's happening. Because let me tell you, I can't even begin to tell you how many times my faith was weak and someone came along. Someone came by my side. Someone held my arms up high for me. That's why if you've been to any of my presentations, you'll see what I do at the end of every, of my, every one of my presentations because it's such a powerful illustration on how people come, right? God brings people in our lives. Sometimes, right, they, they say it's for a reason. Sometimes it's for a season. And we have to believe that. But I can't even begin to tell you how many times I, I, I started to doubt myself and I started to doubt God and, and doubt, uh, you know, different situations. And there was things that were happening behind the scenes that I had no idea was happening. But right. And we're never going to know that they're happening until they happen. Right. We're never going to know that that person that's supposed to be by that's supposed to come by our side or that person that we're supposed to encounter that's going to help lift us up. We're not knowing that that's happening behind the scenes until they show up or we show up, right? Because sometimes we can miss an opportunity. We can miss a connection. We can miss meeting a person if we don't show up. That's why it's important that we got to show up for life every day. That's why it's important that you show up for life every day because if we miss each other, then we'll miss a blessing. If we miss each other, we can miss a blessing. 
that's not to say that that may not come back again, right? That blessing may not come back. That opportunity may come back, but we don't hear that happening that often. We don't hear opportunities coming back over and over and over again. We don't hear about blessings coming back over and over and over again, the same blessing, right? But my point is, is that you got to show up for life. You got to keep hope alive and you got to keep on believing. You got to keep the faith. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you joining me for this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. As we spoke about, we dove into this concept of faith, believing or having confidence in what we hope for, even when we don't see it. The reality is, is that I don't physically see my body getting any better. I don't see it. I don't feel it, right? That's a reality. But the truth is, is that it doesn't matter to me because, and I said this over and over and over, I would do it all over again because I know that I'm touching people's lives. I know that I'm impacting and inspiring people's lives. And when you know that what you're going through has a greater purpose, you won't stop until you win, baby. You won't stop until you win. And I've learned and I've understood that I've had to go through what I've gone through and and go through what I'm currently going through, being in this wheelchair, living life from a chair, because the purpose behind it, uh, sometimes the mission is greater than the miracle. Sometimes the mission is greater than the miracle. Let that sink in for a little bit. Let that sink in for a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes your mission in life is greater than the miracle that you're waiting for. And I get emotional because just me just even saying that right now, that wasn't even a part of what I was going to say, but that just came to me right now. Sometimes the mission is greater than the miracle. That's heavy right there. That's a deep one right there. So I don't know what you're going through, ladies and gentlemen, but I want you to remember this, that the mission, your mission is greater than the miracle, is greater than what you've been waiting for, in in other words, because maybe you're not waiting for a miracle. Maybe you're waiting for a spouse. Maybe you're waiting for an opportunity. Maybe you're waiting for a connection. Maybe you're waiting for a breakthrough, but sometimes the mission is greater than what we're hoping for. Man, when you let that sink in and you really ponder that and you really think about that, that thing goes so deep. It goes so, so deep. And if you know me, you know I love going deep. So <laughs> I just want to thank you guys. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in. And listen, if, you, if you're struggling with faith, you know, reach out. Hit me up on social media. Send me an email, info at joseinspires.com. And if you're listening to this and you know somebody who's struggling with their faith, you, you know somebody who's uh, struggling uh, in any area, send them this episode. Share this episode with them, right? Sharing is caring. If you care about somebody and you know that they're struggling, send this to them. It can be an encouragement. It can be the encouragement that they need at this time for this moment. So share it out. Share it with your network. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And as always, until next time, stay blessed, stay healthy, and stay strong. 
Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores, and make sure you visit me at joseinspires.com, where you'll see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week, so make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode of I won't stop until I win.